talk to you a little bit about this whole idea of being a gift to the world. Gifts to the world as He is a gift, Jesus. So are we gifts in our world. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. You know, uh, when I look at the little missions video, I mean, I just it just goes on and on. Uh, I mean, even right now, we're just so filled with uh, opportunities in the Middle East. We have our summer camps going on right now. We have a s- summer school program. We have 240 kids every day, uh, mostly Syrian refugees in our summer uh, school program. So just uh, ongoing, not only in Africa and Asia, uh, Latin America, but we're just thankful that there's open doors and somehow God just lets us walk through and there's always a, a full supply. Uh, sometimes uh, it's scary, but that's why walking by faith is uh, so comforting because it's not up to you to make things happen. It's up to you just to, to, to follow, just to look unto him and follow and let him do all the heavy lifting. He, let him do all the work. He, he, he continues to work. In fact, I'm going to be teaching tonight on that the finished work keeps on working. It's a done deal, but the deal keeps working. And, and this is what, what's beautiful in our lives because all of us, I'm sure, have uh, situations or circumstances that in the natural are discouraging or overwhelming. You know, it, it can bring fear-filled thoughts to your mind. That's why I like the lyrics of the one song, I am not afraid. The love of God disperses the fear that dry, tries to grip your soul. That's why I like to teach people, learn to be loved. Being loved, the love of God puts you in a place where there's no more fear of judgment. There's no more fear of judgment. If you're absolutely secluded in the love of the Father, there's no fear of nothing. And, and this is where daily we have to make decisions to be loved by the Father and find the wisdom that God gives us for the situations in our individual lives and then collectively, of course, as God people. But gifts to the world, gifts to the world as he is so are we here's a verse in uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9 this is Paul the apostle writing the believers in Corinth and he says this actually in context of receiving an offering the, the believers there took received an offering for, for others who were in need and, uh, but this, this is what the verse says in verse 15 of 2 Corinthians 9 it says thanks be unto God for his indescribable gift Thanks be unto God for his indescribable gifts. See, most gifts that you and I receive, we can describe. In fact, most of us probably like to receive gifts. Isn't that true? I mean, uh, we just uh, celebrated a little birthday for one of our grandkids. They, they love to get gifts. I mean, they go giddy crazy over little silly things, you know, but it's, it's, it's fun. It's joyous. We all like gifts. Even, uh, you know, if you get to be a 60-year-old man like Pastor Tom, you know, I mean, he still likes gifts, I'm sure. We, we all like gifts. We all like gifts. But every gift I've ever received, I can describe to you. I can tell you how it moved my heart. I can tell you gifts I got as a little kid. I can tell you gifts I got as an adult. I I can describe them all. And I'm thankful for all of them. But they're describable gifts. I I think of even gifts we've, we've, we've gotten in the ministry. You know, you see all these campuses around the world that we've built. And uh, or bought or rebuilt or developed. You know, the, the, people just don't hand you the things. They cost a lot of money, you know. And uh, I remember making deals on, on getting campuses and then making a deal, then leaving the country and thinking, what in the world am I doing? How am I going to pay for this? You know, you have all these, like, thoughts of fear that grip you. 
And I think through the years of all the different things that God's prompted us to do, and we just, you know, yielded uh, and nodded in agreement and said, okay, let's go for it, you know, and how God would provide gifts. But, you know, every one of those gifts are describable. I can tell you the amounts. You know, recently we've had some challenges in our ministry with different floods and like 500-year floods and a couple, you know, tens and tens and tens of thousands of of damage, and I, I didn't even announce our, our sorrow. You know, I just I just sucked it up and said, "God, be a gift to me," and God would supply and is supplying, and, and the things are being resolved. But I can, I'm thankful, but I can describe all those gifts. I think of that one facility. The Life Center in Beirut, Lebanon. Your pastors have been there with me. They've seen the campus. They've seen it packed out. They've, they see what's happening there. Your church helped with, with that. But I remember when I bought that place, it was a million dollars. And this was like in 2009 when I bought it. And, and I made a deal with no money. I just acted like I was loaded, you know. And... <laughs> I, I, I would fly to Beirut, Lebanon. I would meet with people and we'd go over the deal. They had lawyers and I had my little team of, you know, just, just people. And, we'd, and I'd just say, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we could. And, you know, those people never once checked any financial statements from our ministry. They never asked for a bank account from a bank to prove I had a dime. And I'll never forget we signed the deal. Like it was no big deal, and I was flying back to the States, and I thought, Lord, what, what have I done? <laughs> you know, a million dollars. And uh, I'll never forget, because I was under a huge pressure to raise like $250,000 of that, of that million. And I didn't, you know, I don't have rich friends that I know they're rich. Maybe they're, they have a lot of secrets, and they're all rich. I don't know, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I'll never forget one time I got a text from this, this one guy. He said, how you doing on the Beirut project? And I texted back, all is well. You know, I'm looking unto Jesus. If I'm looking unto Jesus, all looks good. Now, if I'm not looking unto him, I'm scared stiff, you know. So I, I texted back, no, all is well, you know. God's providing. And then he texted me back. He said, I'm going to send you 112K. I showed it to my wife, Heidi, who was there with me. I said, 112K, Heidi, that's 112,000. And she looked at me like, really? So I texted him back, okay, thanks. <laughs> you know, probably a little emoji thumbs up, you know. And he sent me a check for 112 and didn't pay all of our need, but it was huge. Now, as huge as that gift was, I can describe it. I can tell you what it did and how it helped. What God gives you in Christ is indescribable. There's no human language to know how to give it reference. To think that God gives you the Lamb. And you take your place... In him. And now he swallows you up. Your life is hid in Christ, in God. And in him, you have been gifted his righteousness. How do you explain that to people? How can I tell people that in the frailty of my flesh, in the frailty of my, my humanness, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ? 
It makes no sense to people. They think you're like odd. But it's the beauty of believing. It's the beauty of understanding that God gave Jesus as a gift to me. Jesus is gifted to you. You don't have to qualify. You don't even have to be good enough. He doesn't really give a rip about your resume. I'll show you from the scripture. He just wants you to be astonished at the love of the Lamb in nod. In text back, okay. Thumbs up. I'm in. And let him perform the beauty of his love, the beauty of his life. God gave Jesus as a gift to you. It's an indescribable gift. An indescribable gift. My life is more comfortable when I understand that God gifted Jesus to me. My life is very uncomfortable if my righteousness is just up to me. Because, I mean, I can look good, I can act good, but I'm just not the perfect person in my flesh. But righteousness has been gifted to me. It says in the book of Romans, chapter 8, we've received the gift of righteousness. We receive the abundance of grace. And then you reign. So you reign in life with a gift consciousness. If you don't have a gift consciousness for your salvation, and by the way, your salvation is all gift and nothing but gift, and He does it all on your behalf. He does it from start to finish. For by grace are you saved through faith. It's not of you, it's not of yourself. It's the gift of God. Lest you have any boasting and think you're so wonderful. No, it's the gift. God gave Jesus as a gift to you. God gave Jesus as a gift to you. My wife Heidi, she likes when I buy her gifts. Bless her heart. You know, I, I, I try to do good buying gifts. I'm just not real always good at figuring out what to buy. I'm not, a, I'm not a good shopper. You know, it's tough because I married somebody who's a professional shopper. You know, she loves, she loves to shop and she loves to pick out things. I'm just, I'm pretty clumsy. when I don't even know how to shop. I don't even enjoy shopping for, for, for myself, for anything really. And uh, so when I go to the store for Heidi to run errands, she knows I'll call her from the store, even the grocery store, you know. Like, at what aisle is this thing I'm looking, you know. She and Lo, she'll get two or three calls from me when she sends me on errands to the... I'm not good. When I'm in the mall, I'm lost. But a couple years ago, uh, our house was broken into um, Thanksgiving time, about a year and a half ago. And, um, and the thieves came in and they took the pillowcases off our uh, pillows and... Filled them with, you know, computers and jewelry. and They were looking for drugs. Every, our bathroom was, you know, ransacked and everything. They, 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 they got some aspirin, I think. But other than that, <laughs> there, there wasn't much hope for them there. But, uh, but everything was kind of ransacked. And they, they found Heidi's jewelry. So they took all Heidi's jewelry. It's not like she had a lot of jewelry or anything or expensive stuff, but it was just meaningful little costume jewelry through the years I'd buy her from around the world. So this last uh, birthday uh, anniversary, actually, it was, I I decided to go to a nice jewelry store and, and buy her some gifts, you know, earrings, bracelet, you know, necklace. And I wrapped them up in over three days. I let the grandgirls give her these gifts. And she was astonished the first day. 
And then the second day, she was doubly astonished. Then the third day, she got in the spirit. Helen, no, she, <laughs> she, she knew that, something, that I had an experience with the Lord that I bought her. And it's not that these were all that expensive of gifts. They, they really weren't. But it was just the thought of doing something. But as much as she likes those gifts, she can describe them. She can describe them. What God gave you in Christ, indescribable. You can't fully figure it out. You know, when I think that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ, I think, you've got to be kidding me. How can that be? My righteousness is gifted to me. I like it that way. Thank God the blood speaks on my behalf. And he does for you too. When you let the gift of God saturate your soul, it messes with you. Turn to your neighbor and say, you look like you need to be messed with. Hallelujah. Turn to your other neighbor and say, you look like you've been messed with. No, don't do that. (laughs) But you know, there's something about the love of the Lamb of God. The gift of righteousness. Indescribable gift. Thanks be unto God. For an indescribable gift. John 3.16, you know, the, the world's most favorite Bible verse. says, for God so loved the world that he gave, he gifted, he gave, he gifted the gift, his son. That whoever believes in the gift, whoever receives the gift... Doesn't, doesn't live a life losing, doesn't perish. There's no deterioration in your life, doesn't perish. But you have, you experience everlasting life. It's all gift-based. Notice this is a gift that's granted that has no negative attachments. You know, some people have gifts that aren't really gifts. You ever watch some, uh, you know, <laughs> I haven't watched late night TV for a long, long time. But, you know, let's say years ago channel surfing you know and you see some late night TV preacher and they say I have a gift for you I'm going to gift you this whatever 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 for your gift of I'm going to give you a gift for your gift of $29.99 or whatever so there's always gifts with attachments. Have you ever received something from a friend and thought, I wonder, I, I've probably got to pay back somehow in this. There's strings attached. What God gives you in Christ, there's no negative attachments. You can receive the righteousness of God in Christ even if your friends don't believe you have it. You got it. I tell you, the righteousness of God in Christ is gifted to you. So there's no negative attack. Look at the next verse, verse 17. God did not send his son, the gift, into the world to condemn the world. In other words, there's no condemnation attached. See, people that are always living their lives, working harder, trying harder, trying to self-improve, trying to be better, trying to have a better resume for God. Listen, that only will breed condemnation. I mean, if you're always trying to measure up, you don't want to get up the next day. Because you just get tired of trying to measure up to think you're somebody. The gift of the Lamb includes you eternally. And it says there's no condemnation attached. 
It's just that the world through him or in him finds salvation. There's no negative attachment. A few weeks ago, I was uh, at home. And on a Saturday morning, my, you know, I woke up. My routine when I wake up is, wow, I'm here. Hallelujah. You know, thank you, Jesus, for another day. You know, I'm sucking air. Hallelujah. And you know what I do before I do anything? I, I take time to be loved. I say, Father, you love me completely today. You got greater faith than I have because I don't know if I like myself yet today. But you love me completely. You favor me abundantly today. You bless me eternally today. I receive your love. I receive what you've done for me. That's the way I start my day. Then I roll out of bed and I look at my wife and say, Man, are you good looking today? No, I don't do that. What I do is, is I walk downstairs and, and uh, get a cup of coffee or something. And I'll, I'll uh, get my computer. I may have a little devotional, uh, you know, read, read a few things. Uh, Meditate, but then what I do real quick because my mind will mess with me if I don't. I, I figure out what I, what my schedule is. Who after me? What what pressure points? See my emails from the different teams around the world. Like I was telling the first service, uh, right at the first service, I got received a big message from Beirut that I checked here between services. So there's always always things that are challenging that are interrupting. You know, like this thing on this text was, you know, uh, you know, a pressure challenge. You know. That we had to fulfill, but now we got breathing room to fulfill it. We have like six or seven more weeks. So it was a beautiful thing to have some pressure relieved. But, um, but usually then I, I, I go through my emails, I see what I have to do. And there was an email that came in that said that my credit card had been defrauded from a lot of money. And then they list these transactions. And I thought, oh man, this is terrible. So they said, just click here, and it'll show you what to do. So I clicked. And they said, okay, great. Now, to, to really solve it, you need to put in your password here. And your and every, everything looks so official. You know, religion can look real good to you. Religion will get you signing up for everything, hopping through every hoop, trying to validate yourself according to your flesh. Don't sign up for it. It'll give you a headache, it'll give you a heartache, and it will lie to you. Your true identity is gift-based. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. This is the only way you will ever learn to love yourself. Based on the gift. So I put in my password. And then I thought, oh no. Then my heart started racing. And then I began to act very carnal. Because I knew... I knew I'd been hacked. And then my wife was there in our little, you know, by the kitchen sitting, you know. And then when I knew, I, I got up and I, I, I got angry. Me, think about that. Don't, don't try to imagine it very long, but just think. I mean, I got, I got, I got, I got very angry. And I was saying things that weren't nice. I was a little naughty. huh? Now, Heidi could testify about it, but she's not here. Thank God to tell you the story. Hallelujah. But anyway, so anyway, um, I started getting different people on the phone and, you know, Apple Care and this and that and the other and everybody's. So it took me like 45 minutes for them to resolve all my challenges and issues and. 
And, uh, but the thing was, there was an attempt. You know, there's a lot of people that sign up for Jesus, and then their life is miserable after that. Because they think everything about their righteousness in their security is based on them. That's a bummer. Listen, your life is not based on your capacity. Your life is based on the capacity of the Lamb. I'm preaching good now. Your life is based on the righteousness of Jesus Christ that's gifted to you. God gave Jesus as a gift to you. All you got to do is be in awe, in wonder, and say, you got to be kidding me. Can't, can't it be? Can it be as screwed up as I am? What a gift. I like it. I like the dude on the cross dying with Jesus. And he just says, man, you've got to be the son of God. Jesus said, you're exactly right. I got you covered, brother. Today you're going to hang out with me. What? Just by giving a faith expression to the Lamb of God. He's included. Don't be so hard on yourself. To measure up. No negative attachment. No condemnation. Verse 17, is that what we said? Verse 17, John 3. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him, the gift, might be saved. No negative attachments. I like it. You know, when Jesus was praying before He was going to Calvary's cross, He, uh, he was praying to the Father in John 17. And this is what he says in verse 9 of John 17. He says, I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those you have given me. See, God gifted us to Jesus, and then Jesus re-gifts us to God. See, God gave Jesus as a gift to you, and then Jesus, through his love for us, embracing us, re-gifts us to the Father. <clears throat> those, for those you have given me, they are yours. Verse 10. It says, and all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I'm glorified in them. What Jesus does with our lives is he re-gifts us to the Father. Have you ever re-gifted something? You Like you get something at Christmas, and you say, oh, that's so nice. Thank you very much. And then when your guests leave, you say, you know, I really don't like this. I think I'll, I think I'll re-gift it. Anybody have it? I re-gift things because periodically people give me little things. I just had somebody give me a, some artwork, which uh, was really nice. It was really done with a heart of love. This is back in the Midwest, and I, I love it, but I can't hang it where Heidi sees it. You know what I'm saying? So I have a little garage area. So I'm going to hang this in the garage so I can appreciate my friend's art. But, you know, there's certain things Heidi would appreciate if I would just re-gift. I recently was preaching at a church and they gave me some, like, uh, gift cards. And I showed Heidi, I said, look at this church gave me some gift cards. And I said, I'm not re-gifting them to you. These, these are for me. <laughs> you know, one was to, uh, you know, In-N-Out hamburger and one was to... Something, you know. I mean, it was really wonderful. But anyway, what, what God does with us, God gives us Jesus. And then Jesus, when we yield our love to the astonishment of what we have, 
He, he, he makes us like Him. He, he, he gives us Himself and He re-gifts us to the Father. See, you are gift worthy. You have to think of yourself in excessive value. Not because you're so wonderful, based on you. But you're so wonderful that the Lord opened your heart and you could believe it. You could trust Him. You could say yes to the Lamb of God. And Jesus re-gifts you to God. Go with me real quick to John 4. John chapter 4. This is kind of cool. Jesus meets this woman at the well. And she had a kind of a hard story. She'd been married five times. I bet she had some negative things happen in her life. Maybe she was part of the Me Too, you know, somebody had been taken advantage of. Who knows? She got so disappointed in marriage that she just decided, I'll just shack up with a guy. So she was cohabiting with a guy. So Jesus, he needed to go through this little place, Samaria, and he sat where people congregate. And he, he, he started a conversation with this lady. And she had a long list of, 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 of failure on her resume. I mean, if she's trying to qualify for favor with God, it doesn't, doesn't seem like she could get it on, on her own. I mean, she, she had nothing but frailty and brokenness and failure. But Jesus started talking with her. See, the gift always accepts you as you are. Never as you need to be. Notice what it says in John 4 verse 10. Jesus has this conversation where he said, If you knew the gift of God. Notice what you have to know of. It's got to be gift based. If you knew the gift of God and who it is who's speaking unto you. Give me a drink. You would ask of the gift. And the gift would give you living water. Jesus has a conversation with her about life in another dimension, a spiritual dimension. And it has nothing to do with her natural brokenness. She's so astonished with Jesus that she receives of the gift of his love. She receives of the gift of his life. And if you read the whole chapter, we don't have time. She runs back to her village. At her village, she gathers all the men of the village. And she says, I met a man. And they said, oh, no, not another one. And he said, no, I met a man who told me everything about myself. This has got to be the Messiah. Think what happens when you're astonished with a gift that's indescribable. It makes you talk. It makes you say things. I think people who never can witness is because they, they, they don't, they're not astonished with the gift. The more I'm astonished with my righteousness as a gift, the more I can tell anybody, hey, bro, I got something that's made my heart happy. Huh? I've got a gift called right standing with God. And it's all because of the love of the Lamb. So she thinks she begins to preach. She never went to Bible school. She never went to Sunday school. She doesn't know any Bible verses by heart. She didn't tell anybody they're going to hell if they don't believe it just like she believes it. She threatened nobody. She was astonished with the gift. Read the whole chapter. It says that many believed on Jesus because of her word. Many did. Many believed on Jesus because of her word. I love that, that God can take somebody as broken as this little lady and sit with her. He said, hey, listen, this, this, this man, he sat with me. I sat next to him. He told me everything about myself. Can you imagine Jesus sitting with you? And looking you deep in your eyes and telling you every bit about yourself, your thoughts, 
the intents of your hearts, your actions done or undone. You know, most, most of us would score them like, yikes, that sounds like bad judgment to me. I, I, I don't want that conversation because the depths of my heart, my motivations of my heart, I, you know, like did I really want to come to church today or am I here just because I thought I needed to be? You know, I, I mean, the motivations of my heart, sometimes I think, my goodness, if Jesus sat and told me everything about myself, yet the Bible says she had no fear. She had no rejection. You know, I believe that when Jesus sits with us, he sees us based on himself, not yourself. And this is the beautiful thing. Jesus told her everything of herself, and there was nothing against her. She was empowered to tell somebody the good news of a gift. The gift of the Lamb of God. God gave Jesus as a gift to us, friends. We need to be excited about the beauty of the gift. It's indescribable. You just stumble along. You do your best. And, and people will understand the radiance of the joy and the peace and the satisfaction. You know, that the love of God has preserved you in. Let me show you one other verse real quick, then we're all done. First Peter chapter 4. Are you all glad you're here? First yeah. Peter chapter 4, verse 10. As God gave Jesus as a gift to us, Jesus gives us as a gift to the Father. But we're also a gift while we're here on our earth, so we're a gift one to another. As each one has received a gift, turn to your neighbor and say, you look gifted to me. Turn to your other, other neighbor and say, do you have a gift of $20 you could give me? Don't, I thought that was a pretty good idea. See, I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best to get everybody lunch today. I, that's really what I'm doing. I'm trying to feed your spirit and free, feed your body. As each one has received a gift, you, you trigger it. You trigger it. You use it. You utilize it. You minister it. Minister it is like a, a ministry word. But you trigger it. This woman, man, she, she, what a wreck. What a loser. And she had a meeting with a gift that astonished her. It made her move. It made her draw people. It made her say, listen, I've met somebody who's gifted me righteousness. This has got to be the Messiah. And it's all received by faith. <clears throat> Trigger your gift. Minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Friends, my hope for you today, my hope for believers everywhere is that we just get so gift conscious you know Jesus said to the woman if you knew the gift of God and who it is who's speaking to you you would ask of the gift and the gift would give you gift consciousness gives you a capacity to pray see gift consciousness gives you a capacity to chit chat with the father and believing he's, he's going to give you everything that's what he said if you knew the gift and who it is the gift who's speaking to you you would ask of the gift and the gift would give you. It doesn't say, oh, the gift is going to think about it. The gift is going to wait 45 years to see if you're really good enough. If you really don't lose your temper. If you don't say any non No, the gift will give you. Whatever you need. Friend, we have an astonishing gospel. The Lamb of God has come. He's done a finished work. And the work keeps on working. That's what I want to talk to you about tonight. So don't miss tonight if you can come 6.30. Lift your hands to heaven. Father, these are your kids. 
Bless and refresh every person in this place with your unending love. Say this with me. Say, thank you, Father. I receive your love. I receive what you've done for me. Thank you that you've been gifted to me. The Lamb of God is my everything. Through his death and through his rising, I'm covered. I have the gift of righteousness. I have the gift of grace. I live in the favor of the Father. Thrill my heart, Holy Spirit, with yourself. Let me see myself in you and live accordingly. Help me to announce the news of the gift that's for the world. Thank you, Father. Now, Lord Jesus, I pray for every person in this place, everybody who has a headache, everybody who has a heartache, everybody who has infirmity, sickness, disease, I speak healing and wholeness from the inside to the outside, from the top to the bottom. Father, I thank you for abundance and blessing and favor and great grace again and again. Help us to be thrilled about the gospel. Help us to announce the news just like this little lady in John 4, Father. Help us to tell everybody the truth. Isn't this the Messiah man, the one who makes all things well? Father, we thank you for your blessing in this place. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, Amen. Amen. God bless you all.